0: Hello, podcast nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts podcast, season five, episode four. And season five's theme is I'm not a good drum roll. You know it. You have to read the title. You clicked on it. You get. You know what you are going with right now. Twenty twenty three year in review. This is episode four. Our best desserts of twenty twenty three, and is part of our six part series. Now, hath we're doing desserts before we do meals, and there is a reason for that.
1: Yes, uh, a very devastating reason. Um, Not that we didn't have amazing food this year, because we did. But we were recording a great podcast, which Trav said was one of the best or the best podcast we ever recorded. How he can even say that, I don't know. It's just
0: a really good one. We were on fire.
1: It was fun. It was a really fun podcast. We were (laughs) an hour plus. Hour and a half in. And all of a sudden, we were almost finished. And all of a sudden, Trav just like puts his head in his hands and is like shaking his head as I'm talking, you know, thinking that we're recording, but I thought something must be wrong. I said, what is it?
0: Because it took me a few moments to realize this. Our recording device allows us to record, like it's counting the time. So it, it, it shows us the levels of the microphones and everything like that. So it, it's doing everything the same as when it's actually recording. But for some reason, I just looked up and I saw a little X over the spot where the SD card is, which is the, you know, the memory card. And I was like, wait a second, that's odd. And then I realized that the button was blue. And I guess blue means, hey, your SD card isn't in, but I'm colorblind. So I don't really take notice yeah, of
1: colors. Usually it's red or green, which is right. also hard to see for you.
0: Also hard to see for me. So I it took me a good five to ten seconds to realize... As I was talking, I'm like, wait, uh-oh, I don't think this is recording. No, surely it is. Okay, well, if the SD card <laughs> isn't recording, then maybe it's recording somewhere else. No, it's not plugged into the computer, so it's not. So it took me 10 seconds to come to realization that we were, quote-unquote, recording into the ether. So our Best Meals podcast, we're going to have to record. We re-record. We are going to re-record it. But we're going to do it after the Best <laughs> Desserts one because we just wanted to get get some flow back, get past that a little bit, little bit, so we did the best drinks. Now we're going to my favorite subject in the world. Desserts. Best Desserts. So pulling me a little bit out of that... Uh, out of malaise. that malaise of, oh, dang, I made this massive podcast mishap that I've never made. Yeah,
1: you said you've ever. never made this before. And how ever. many how many podcast episodes have you recorded?
0: Between Location Indie and Extra Pack of Peanuts, probably 800, 700, 800 podcasts. Yeah. I've never made this mistake before. Just, uh, I, I was rusty, like you said, but... Yeah, so we're doing dessert before meals. We will get you the meals. And I promise you that that podcast, here's now my goal, that that podcast is going to be just as good, if not better, than the one that we recorded. Absolutely. But we're like, let's go desserts. Let's yeah. go desserts. And maybe
1: because one of the things that's so deflating is that we don't tell each other our lists so we can have reactions to each other's right. lists. And, you know, maybe if we give enough distance, I haven't been thinking about it. Maybe I can forget some of them.
0: Well, I Will already you do. What put
1: on there? I actually thought of this.
0: We'll say when we re-record the best meals, I'll say it again. But um, I was driving back from dropping our daughter off at preschool today. And, you know, now we're about 24 hours from that podcast mishap. And I already thought, I've already forgot 50% of what she said. <laughs> so we we get a few more hours in and I may forget 75% of what she said. And it'll be like we had never done it. So, all right, we're doing our best desserts. I have given you some very hard intro questions
1: as per usual to
0: answer i'm gonna go a little easier on you and all the listeners right now this is this is a pretty simple one and the question is now
1: you're setting me up because if i get it wrong and it's simple you got a 50 50 i would say okay in a survey of twenty
0: thousand u.s adults what flavor ice cream won when they were asked what's your favorite flavor
1: Lightning struck in an open plain, and we forgot this old city's name. See your breath on window pane. Let's just talk till it strikes again. On my way through, I saw you on my way.
0: All right, this is how I know we've got our pep back in our step after after the malaise and uh, me being distraught yesterday for for making that mishap. I hit the button. <laughs> Heather starts mouthing towards me <laughs> an ice cream flavor and give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Like I'm not giving you the answer. Why not? You got a fifty fifty. You and everyone listening, it's we're partners in crime. A fifty fifty <laughs> chance of getting this right, and I'm not giving you any extra help. From what I would give anyone else. So you just got to roll with what your gut tells you, Heth. Drum roll here. What flavor ice cream had 70, 17% when people asked, were asked, what's your favorite flavor? This one was 17%. Chocolate. You are <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, obviously. It had to be chocolate. I mean, vanilla, I you know people like it, but... I mean, he,
0: he, here, here's the interesting thing. Vanilla, 15%. And s- strawberry, mint, chocolate chip, butter pecan, eight percent; cookie dough, cookies and cream, six percent. So, so you know, cool. You're right. Chocolate won on that. However, I, I did a lot of sleuthing for this intro fact, so I'm going to give you some some more kind of a little bit more to this, right? A little uh, a little bit more facts here. However, vanilla is the most bought ice cream. According to Instacart, 30% of all purchases is vanilla.
1: That makes sense because I feel like people buy it to accompany something else.
0: You're right. That's, they even said that in the article. You're, you're rolling here. Vanilla was also the favorite in 21 states. Chocolate was the favorite in 17 states. So less states, but more popular, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, the Midwest was standing for vanilla, mostly Midwest states coming in for vanilla chocolate very popular on the east coast strangely enough here's a cool fact mint chocolate chip was the favorite in washington oregon and idaho so they must love mint out there kind of in the west i love
1: mint chocolate you know and northwest so
0: is but also the favorite in pennsylvania so yeah, an outlier there. Okay, I don't know. Maybe you and Wit, when you guys lived in in Pennsylvania, bought enough mint chocolate chip to skew that data. But yeah, so a lot of a lot of fun facts there. I did some more digging because I wanted to see. I knew it was going to be chocolate, vanilla, you know, your strawberries. But they not, were gonna,
1: no peanut butter on the list. Well,
0: I wanted to. <laughs> peanut butter is my favorite ice cream, and I wanted to look into what ice creams are like these new flavors that are becoming popular because it's going to be very hard to unseat your typical vanilla and chocolate. And so I, it was hard to find this. I finally found an article um, that did said uh, flavors like peanut butter, caramel, and chocolate chip are growing as well, um, as well as fruit flavors, peaches and cream, pumpkin, banana ice cream, and blueberry are also growing, which is interesting. Then they said, according to the data, but then didn't give me the data. I'm like, Uh, give me, come on, why write an article, say according to the data, and not give me the data? But I finally found some data on the fastest growing flavor of ice cream. So what is the, this is very hard to get, but what would you guess the fastest growing flavor of ice cream in the last year?
1: A sea salt caramel? I feel like that's everywhere. Good
0: guess. Caramel on the list for sure. Forty. It's a 40% year over year growth. This one blew everything out of the water. 350% growth from last year to this year. Chocolate and cookie dough. So at first I read that as just chocolate chip cookie dough and thought, oh, that's kind of weird. Chocolate chip cookie dough has been around a while. And I read chocolate in cookie dough. I would like that. Chocolate ice cream with cookie dough. Have you ever had that?
1: I don't think so. I have not. So, because it's always vanilla ice cream with the with cookie dough in it, and I I like chocolate, and I don't even, I mean, I know that Trav's list is going to be ice cream heavy. I mean, do you have anything other than ice cream on this list? Three things. Three things, and you have nine total. You said
0: I believe I have nine total.
1: So six ice creams on the list.
0: Correct. Or should I
1: not disclose? Correct. No, I mean, no, I'm just
0: I'm just trying to. Yes, yeah. six ice creams on the list. Three non ice creams. I know there was a lot of non ice creams that we. Because I am a. I mean. I am an equal opportunity dessert eater. I don't think you are. Okay. Well, I love ice cream. You but go I in love...
1: search of ice cream. Like, when we were That's in Argentina, true. all you did was find ice cream. Correct. Which is why I had a hard time because I don't really like ice cream and I don't eat it very much anymore because it makes my stomach upset. And so, I was trying to, like, I have no ice cream on my list. All right. And I was, like, having a hard time finding stuff
0: well let me put it this way i love ice cream and well i, I mean ice cream is my 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 boo my bay, right yeah. before before
1: anything anything else, <laughs> else. okay that's
0: a basic i don't think people is, say that anymore i do ice cream is my bay before anything else when it comes to the dessert category but i love all desserts you do so i do yeah. seek out ice cream but i also seek out other desserts maybe just not to the level of it um Yes, if you hear our daddy's son in true the background. Love. Ice cream is daddy's true love. You might hear him. I don't know how well these mics block out all the other noise, so you might hear him. But yes, ice cream is my true love. Um, all right, so let's get into it. I've got nine. You have... Eight. Okay. With
1: some honorable mentions.
0: All right, let's drum roll and, and get an honorable mentions. My number nine will be an honorable mention because I also didn't know if it fit into the dessert category or not. So that's a great way for the honorable mention. So...
1: So I have three honorable mentions. Okay. But I'll just go through them quickly because two of them are donuts and they're in North Carolina and they've been on the list before, but I have them every year. And there is nothing like having your first Brit's donut of the season. They're only open seasonally. They are my favorite dessert probably ever because I love donuts more than any dessert and it's hard to find good donuts. It's hard to find like really amazing donuts. And so Brit's is... A really good donut. The best donut I've ever had. So they're only open from, I believe, April until the beginning of September. But really,
0: it really kicks off Memorial Day to Labor Day is when Brit's donuts happen. Um, But yes, and our son, if you hear him in the background, he just wants to add his little flow into the dessert. What are you saying about desserts, buddy? Okay. I think I know daddy's and mommy's favorite ice cream. All right. What is it? Mommy likes... Coffee, and Ooh. Daddy like
1: peanut butter.
0: That's ding, true. ding, 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 ding,
1: ding. I do love went, coffee ice those cream. Those are our
0: favorite ice cream flavors. Yeah.
1: So, Brit's Donuts, and then, additionally, Bernie's Bakery. There's a couple in the Wilmington area, but the best one, for whatever reason, is the Bernie's in Southport, North Carolina. They have the best... <laughs> glazed croissants, which are basically a donut, and they are so good, and they have a lemon one, which is my favorite, like a lemon-filled one. They have a cinnamon sugar. It's just to die for. All right,
0: Witt wants to chime in. Wit, you want to chime in one more time? Okay.
1: No, that's not the, the cool place. The cool place is the gelato place. The gelato place. That's my boy. Yeah, that's my a boy. boy.
0: Well, he uh, he also loves donuts, too.
1: Do you like... I like ice. Cream. Do you uh, like uh, the donuts in Southport? Whit, when we go to Southport? No. Oh, okay. Next time when you want you don't have to get any. Don't like donuts. <laughs> All right, Blasting. he doesn't like donuts.
0: That, that's surprising that's not to hear because we'll eat five on meditation. Okay. But um
1: <laughs> my last honorable mention very quickly is a cake that any of you could buy if you have a Costco membership. And I know this is lame, but their tuxedo cake is so good. I bought it for the first time this year for my sister's birthday because I didn't feel like making a cake when I could buy one that would taste way better. And I happened to see the tuxedo cake at Costco. I am a chocolate lover and it's like layers of chocolate and it's so good and it's like under $20. So, I, it had to make the list. We usually <laughs> agree
0: a decent amount on desserts because I love almost all desserts. But you don't the, love this cake? The tuxedo cake... It's fine. It's a good chocolate dessert, but you drove way out of your way to go get it at Costco to bring it for New Year's Eve, and I was like, "This is." There's probably uh, two hundred things I'd rather eat than that. I still ate it, of course. Again, equal opportunity dessert eater, but it's okay. I will say Brits Donuts. If you guys are listening and you and you, and you don't know what that is, it's a very small donut shop on a boardwalk in Carolina Beach, North Carolina. It's been there since 1939. It is an absolute institution. People stand in line for an hour and a half, two hours to get them. They are well worth it. If you go, don't think you're only going to eat two donuts because these donuts are the best way I can describe them, Heth, and, and you're the donut connoisseur. So like Krispy Kreme, but way better and way airier. Yeah, so way it's lighter. almost
1: like a fried dough. It's like very, well, I know donuts are mostly fried, sometimes baked, but yeah, it's, they're very thin. So very thin. you could easily eat three
0: easily so if you're going and you're waiting in line they're a dollar each get six donuts if you can't eat them all give them to some people in line and you'll be you'll make friends for life so Brit's Donuts is an incredible institution you, you got to get there if you're in this area um yeah Heth loves donuts my so let's give that mm. some big time yummies there my dessert and again I didn't know if this is a dessert so let's call it honorable mention when we we're in Bulgaria
1: oh this is on my list
0: all right we're gonna skip my honorable mention. Let's just get into it. Then I've got eight. You've got eight, right, on your list? Correct. All right. So, so we'll we'll hit this again. Um, you want to lead, or you want me to lead?
1: Um, you can go first. Okay. This is this is really your domain. Okay. With the this, Ice creams.
0: This this is my domain. So my number eight, and this was completely unexpected. We were randomly walking around this town in California right when we came in. Not into Oakland and we drove north a little bit and the next morning we're like, let's go to this town and it's I still am not going to pronounce it right Pinole Pinole. I'm not sure we were walking around and there was a few different places. We went to a good coffee shop and then. I looked it up, and there's a bakery that was famous oh, yeah. for their crumb cake, and I love crumb cake. It's one of my favorites. We went, we got their crumb cake, but we were in there, so we also got a bunch of donuts, donuts to take to our friends who were going to to their house later. The crumb cake, I, I actually, I mean, I ate it. Again, this is going to be a recurring theme. Even if I don't love it, I ate it. <laughs> it was okay at best. Didn't blow me away, but their crumble donut, like a donut with the crumb, you know, the yeah. kind of like the crumb cakey stuff on top. Best I've ever had. I sent a picture to my mom because she loves that kind of donut. I said, I just found the best crumb donut in the world at Bear Claw Bakery in, again, sorry guys, P-Pinol? Pinole, Pinole, A, I don't know. Um, but it it was incredible, and that's a fun, cool, old school bakery. So, giving that a yummy. Mm. Yeah,
1: and speaking of California, we went to a bakery in Tahoe that I was going to put on my list. Is it's probably not on your list. It is not. Do you remember what it was called? Was it Sugar Pine? What did I tell you? I know, I know. Did I told not you if, ask if you. you
0: don't, yeah, if, if you don't know it and you're expecting me to remember it, we're in trouble. I
1: think it was called Sugar Pine Bakery. Well, they, did, they had really amazing, amazing pastries. We got a whole box filled up with pastries and their morning bun was, I, I don't know if this is a thing really in the rest of the country, but in California, I guess a morning bun is a very popular item at all the bakeries. It's kind of like a cinnamon roll, but like crunchier and without the, the More flaky. Yeah. Like a, almost like a croissant. I don't know. It's really hard to explain, but it was very good and covered in cinnamon sugar. Um, That was delicious. And I also got a breakfast burrito there, which is not a dessert, but it was a great bakery. I think it was called sugar pine.
0: Okay. Not on your list though. Like you throwing I it a, in honorable yeah, mention. Yeah,
1: I had a picture of it and then, you know, I had to look up the name and forgot to look up the name. And so it didn't get on my list.
0: All right. Your number, that's fine. Throw it in the honorable mention. Honorable mention. All right, your number eight.
1: My number eight is the bakery. That is what it's called, the bakery in Santa Teresa, Costa Rica. Because we went here twice and both times we just got like a menagerie of of pastries. I don't remember anything specifically, but everything was really, really good because I didn't take a picture of it, but I remembered it. That's how good it was. And we also, you know, they have meals there, too. Like, we had breakfast there one morning, and I believe the kids got the French toast, which was awesome. So, which is pretty much like having a dessert. So, the bakery in Santa Teresa, Costa Rica.
0: Mm. Great spot. My number seven, and this is, so, my top six were going into ice cream. It was just easier for me to keep it that way. Mm-hmm. So my number seven was the pies from Santa Barbara, not California, but outside ah. of Buenos Aires, there is a neighborhood called Santa Barbara, uh, north of it where our friends lived and there's shops just kind of in the neighborhood. It's a, it's a planned community with, you know, it's a planned community. So there's like shops for the people who live in that community. Uh, you went to the place and got the pies. I tried to look up the name of the bakery. It wouldn't even come up. Yeah, it's just in this little strip mall in Santa Barbara, outside of Buenos Aires, and you got four or five different mini pies. They're actually pretty big. Yeah, you know.
1: and they were four dollars each.
0: I don't even think that much. I thought it was three like dollars, fourteen dollars for four or five pies. I think it was three dollars each. They were when we say mini, they weren't personal size. No, They're like you could cut them into four pieces, so like medium yeah, sized pies in between,
1: yeah,
0: uh, awesome, awesome bakery. Every single pie that we tried, fantastic, and my favorite. And I've been on a huge, like, lemon and lime pie kick. I maybe, maybe it's not just a kick, I just love lemon and lime pies, key lime pie. Uh, we make an Atlantic Beach Pie. That's one of my specialties that I make here, which is like either all lemon or sometimes lemon and half half lemon, half lime. Love that flavor. And theirs was incredible.
1: Yeah, it was really good. I I thought I was going to put it on the list, but I couldn't really remember if I loved it because some of them were like a dulce de leche cake and pie, and I didn't really love those ones.
0: Yeah, I guess for me, the lemon pie was the best, and that's why it's on the list. Okay, but then the other three or four were.
1: They were also good, yeah. quality,
0: maybe just not, if I had to pick one, I would pick the Lempi because that's the flavor I like, but the other ones were equally as high quality, just not exactly my favorite flavor profile. But- Again, still very good. Very
1: good. Mm. Okay, my number seven is back to the your honorable mention. This is how much I love them. They made the list at number seven.
0: I thought you'd forget. No. Because when I saw this on my pictures, <laughs> I was very proud of myself because I said, I'm getting one that Heather doesn't You're have. You're talking
1: about the nuts, right? Yeah, the nuts yeah, from the nut house. The nut house in Sofia. Sofia, Bulgaria. We... This is the first day we arrived there, which we talked about in our other podcast of best drinks, um, best coffee. And we walked around everywhere and there was this one pedestrian street and they had a nut house. It was just called the nut house. And they had this whole case of different kinds of fresh roasted nuts.
0: I mean, (laughs) mean when you walk in, I'm going to guess there's a a hundred to a 150 Different types of nuts, dried fruits, candy nuts, sugared, you know, non-candy nuts, roasted.
1: roasted, salted, unsalted. It's like, if you like trail mix,
0: I'm sorry to cut you off, but if you like trail mix and want to make your own trail mix, that is the number one place in the world to go.
1: I wanted to make some for the slopes and for whatever reason. I mean, we did did buy uh, a lot of nuts, but we didn't make our own trail mix. Next time, if we ever go back there, I certainly will, but we got... A lot of fresh, roasted, salted cashews, which I cashews are my favorite. And it was the best cashew I've ever tasted in my entire life. It was so good. And then we got, I think, some candied peanuts and just, I mean, really, really amazing. I mean, I, I still dream about it. I, I don't know where in the U.S. I could ever replicate this experience. <laughs> I, I don't so know. Good. Bring the nut
0: house to the U.S. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. We went back a few times and, and just... I, yeah, candied nuts. I mean, come on.
1: Yeah, I think we went on the last day, too, we so did. that we could bring some home. Yes,
0: we did. For yeah, the plane. we did. We brought nuts yeah. from the nut house on the plane. Oh, so good. The nut house. Mm. <laughs> all right, I'm going to just talk a little bit about how my list is structured. Okay. So, I have six more. Yeah. I, they are all... Ice cream. Ice cream slash gelato slash elato. Mm. And... I, I, I what do is the t-
1: difference? Do you know? Okay, I really ice quickly want
0: to talk about the distinction on this because forever in my head I've had an ongoing battle of is ice cream. Which do I like more, ice cream or gelato? I like both a ton, obviously. Um, and then we went to Argentina, and they have helado, which is the Spanish word for ice cream. But in Argentina, it's also its own style. It's it, it's essentially. In between the consistency of what we would consider hard ice cream here in the U.S. and traditional gelato, it's perfect. If you can go in between hard ice cream and gelato, it's perfect. So it's like medium hard? Well, see, here's the thing that's a little different there is every place at... Different consistencies, too. So, I there were a few that I went to that I had high hopes for, and they were and they were too hard. Like, they the consistency was more like hard ice cream, and I didn't like it as much. Okay. So, the ones that were more of a consistency like gelato, and I would even argue that the consistency was gelato, it was. It was to that level. I liked more. So I think I finally answered the question in my head of which do I like more, ice cream or gelato, by being in Argentina and saying, well, I like the one that is more towards the gelato
1: consistency. So you're a gelato guy.
0: The only problem is sometimes you go to places that have just gelato, Italy and um, countries like that. Great gelato, but they don't always have the flavors I want. Maybe they're only fruit they're just flavors. Traditional,
1: yeah, more traditional. Yeah, so and
0: that's why Argentina was the perfect in between. Who
1: because knew? Because they were
0: doing awesome types of unique flavors, like you might do with ice cream, but in essentially gelato consistency.
1: A secret niche ice cream I, country. So I, it,
0: I, I will say you're right. <laughs> it's it. I guess it was a secret to people who haven't been to Argentina, but Argentinians take their ice cream or gelato, really seriously. And I will say that it is the best ice cream slash gelato country in the world, Argentina.
1: But is your best ice cream in the world in Argentina? Interestingly
0: enough, no. Ah. So,
1: here. If you follow Trev on Instagram, you already know the answer to this because this guy found, and I'm not gonna say what it is, but you found the best ice cream this year and you were like overcome with emotion. Well,
0: and and here's I was. Here's what we're gonna do. Here's how my list is broken up. I went to easily this year 40 <laughs> different ice cream. When I say ice cream, let's just say it's gonna go for ice cream a lotto gelato, like when I'm using mm-hmm. the term ice cream. I went to easily 40 to 50 new places this year that I hadn't been to before. And there are six on this list. So the four that I'm going to give you now are in their own tier, mm-hmm. right? Very, very, very good. But the top tier, there's two. So it's like I got these four that are grouped, and they made the cut, and they're awesome. But then the top two are far and away the, the best. best.
1: Okay, so. interesting. Okay, well, I'm excited because I, I know a few instances this year where, you know, you were in ice cream or a lotto gelato heaven.
0: Yes, um, I am ha- So... My, I will say my best year for eating ice cream and gelato of all time.
1: Wow. 2023, and you were good to Travis.
0: Good to me. The 17 <laughs> pounds I put on in Argentina. If you want to hear about that, you can go to my Instagram and read my post. Um, but I'll, I'll work it off. It was well worth it. Let's put it that way. So, okay. um, I will also say that, honorable mention, I started making my own ice cream this year. And I now have two ice cream makers, and I've been <laughs> experimenting quite a bit.
1: We it, found out that we need a special freezer because it's not...
0: Yeah, our freezer is a regular con- freezer. and
1: Or a special container, at Yeah, least. special
0: containers, a special freezer would help. I'm probably not going to go that far just now. I do have a dream, maybe, of opening an ice cream shop at some point. <laughs> maybe if I learn how to make real good Argentinian, Argentinian elato... That's what I want to. That's the mark I want to make on the world. I want to bring it to the states. Okay, I'm sure it's somewhere in the U S. If you've ever been to an Argentinian ice cream shop in the U S., let me know. I'll travel there. I would love to test it out. Um, but I started making my own, and interestingly enough, I've probably made six, seven batches of different flavors. The first one I made was the best one, yeah, and the it was the
1: worst? Yeah, it was the yeah, flavor that, that I so good.
0: I, I didn't think I liked the most yeah. because I made it for you. I made a s'mores one for whatever reason. The s'mores was the best to this day, the best consistency I've ever been able to make. So um, I'll keep working on it. If it gets good enough, it might make my 2024 best dessert. Something to work for. It, it's what I'm shooting for. But my number six is Antonio's Elato's in Nord Delta, which is a community <laughs> in... Outside of Buenos Aires, and we stayed here the last couple of days of our time in Buenos Aires because we wanted to be near our friends. And there was this little ice cream shop. You can also go to there; they have a spot in Tigre, which is right near there too. So it's not in downtown Buenos Aires. And it was non—I I would say nondescript—in the fact that no one had said go here, and I had already been to like fifteen alato shops in Buenos Aires. And I'm like, well, this is here. And I walked in, like they got a lot of cool flavors, some that I've never seen done before. And I looked and saw the consistency and thought. Yeah, these people got it going on. And I went three times in one day with the kids, plus another two times. So five times in the That's two days we were crazy. there. Awesome. Blew me away because no one else had talked about it. Yeah. It's a hidden An gem. outlier. Incredible. And it's cheap. Like a single scoop, the small scoop you can get, which is still decent, $1.70. Wow. So love those people there. They laughed every time I came back in, <laughs> especially the three times in a row I came in with the kids. And Awesome, 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 incredible flavors at Antonio Alados uh, outside of Buenos Aires.
1: Yeah, that's that was a good spot.
0: Mm. It was right under our condo. Yeah. Right under our so condo.
1: So the location was perfect so for- So
0: five times in two days times. had to happen.
1: My number six is also a treat in Argentina. Dare we say it's the national cookie of Argentina because you can find them everywhere. And I- Think I'm pronouncing it correctly? The, the Alpha, Hores, Alpha Horace.
0: Alpha yep. Horace. Uh, I thought you didn't like them.
1: Well, I didn't like every single one I had, but I, I and I, I don't love Dolce De Leche, But because like the cookie on the outside is like a like a crumbly, dry sugar cookie. It's not chewy, but it's like a crumble cookie. That's what I liked about it the most, and you know. Interestingly enough, the one that I like the most is one that I bought from the little snack shop at your mom's game because Trav's mom backstory very quickly was in Argentina with us in playing in a
0: the pan American game on the. US over 60 women's field hockey national team. So she represents the U.S. on an international scale playing field hockey on the over 60 team.
1: She's amazing. Um, so we went to watch one of her games and, you know, we the kids were hungry. So we got a burger and we got chicken fingers and whatever in this little snack shop. And I was like, oh, Issa, our friend was like, you've got to try one of these cookies. This is like the cookie. Yeah, the Alpha and- Warriors, yep. I was like, sure, I'll buy one here. It was like, I totally did not expect it to be very good. But it was good and Isa kept saying like, this is a really good alpha horse. She was like, this is a really, really good one. And it was the best one I ate the whole time from some random who knows where. Now that you bring it up,
0: me too. (laughs) Me too. It was the best one that I ate. I ate a lot of them. I tried a lot of them. We went to some fancy shops. We went to some gift shops, you know, whatever. And the best one was at the snack stand at the, the field hockey and rugby fields.
1: But, I mean, you can find them everywhere, so you'll be able to find a good one. But, yeah, if you're in Argentina, you have to try an Alfa Horace cookie. Even if you don't like Dolce de Leche, like, just give it a try because it's good.
0: All right. Since we talked about Dolce de Leche, <laughs> I have to give— So let's give love mm. for the Alfa Horace. I'm going to give love mm. for the flavor of Dolce de Leche. That is the Argentinian flavor. Yes.
1: you know we, It's like their peanut butter.
0: Yeah, exactly. You can get it here witness. in the U.S. It exists, you know— People will talk about caramel more. It's not exactly the same thing. Their Dolce de Leche is everywhere. And we actually had to bring our own peanut butter to Argentina because our kids love peanut butter, and so do I. And they don't really have it there. And so yeah, it's like it's their peanut butter. I would even I would even go further and say, like the level they love Dolce de Leche surpasses the level that people in the US love peanut butter Absolutely. It's everywhere. And um you know, kind of, again, they have it in other places in the world, but it's, it's a very unique thing to Argentina. And that was my base. I, I had it at the first one. Oh my gosh, I got another place in here. I had it at the <laughs> first place. I ate gelato in Buenos Aires, the first place I had Dolce de Leche. And I thought this has to be my go-to flavor. You mm-hmm. know, again, you want a consistent flavor. Now I did try different flavors at different places, but my go-to, especially when I was trying to compare them was I, when I do a lotto or gelato, the good thing is they always, they can make the scoops as big or small as you want unlike yeah. hard ice cream, another benefit. And so you can get the smallest thing and usually get at least two flavors, which is great, especially if you're trying to watch your weight, <laughs> eat, which or eat five ice day. or eat
1: five ice creams, in a, five ice creams <laughs> in a
0: day. So I would I would usually go with the Dolce de Leche and the lemon pie. Cause when they did an awesome lemon pie, it was fantastic. And I already talked about me loving lemon pie. The other one I love to go for was coconut. So those are kind of the three that I was basing stuff upon. I would branch out. I did have a lot of different types of ice cream, but um, yeah, I just wanted to, to put that out there. This idea of Dolce de Leche was a, fu- it was fun. I can't get it here. And so I tried to eat as much Dolce de Leche as possible. I think I succeeded in that mission. Um, my number five then, and again, these are grouped very tightly. So you heard me talk about Antonio and if you're like, how's that number six? These are all the same.
1: Yeah. I, I, I did rank for them. number I, one and two.
0: Right. I did okay. rank them because I had to, but they're all incredible. So if you're on this list, you're incredible and you're worth the trip. Piaco was recommended to me by someone who lives there. I was like, this is all the locals favorite. And it's certainly. Is number five? Yes. It certainly was the most authentic experience. I got the burnt coconut there.
1: Mm,
0: awesome. That sounds good. When we say authentic experience, I was very happy about that. Tons of Argentinians and families sitting out on the sidewalk. You go in, it's packed. They're wearing like little white hats to serve you. It's a really true- This was
1: in Buenos Aires? Yes. Because I didn't, didn't go with me. You. This
0: is when I was on my bike tour. Befo- okay. Right? The last place I went before my bike got stolen. Ah. Um, and that was cool, but also a little intimidating- because you have to order and I ordered and usually people are speaking some English and again, I have some Spanish, especially around gelato. Now I start to understand <laughs> what to do, but for whatever reason, it was really chaotic in there and it left me feeling like I, this one guy I ordered from one guy and he got my order correct and he knew what I was talking about. But then this other guy came over who behind the counter and started talking to me, but he started saying the same word over and over again. Not in a mean way, not in a nice way, just kind of saying it to me, and I had no idea what it meant. And he just kept saying it to me for like a minute as I'm standing there waiting for the other guy to make my gelato. And I just slowly walked (laughs) away towards (laughs) where the guy was making my gelato. I don't
1: understand in Spanish. I
0: did. I kind of spoke to him a little bit in English. He just kept saying the same thing. Again, wasn't laughing, like, like, oh, hey, like, you know, do you want to taste test this or anything, wasn't mean. And I just walked away to where the guy who was making <laughs> my cone was and I got my cone and the other guy was still looking at me and the guy who gave me my cone was looking at me and I just slowly walked out the door. <laughs>
1: this sounds awful. And
0: ate it on the sidewalk. Oh
1: my gosh. Do you know what he was saying? Did you look it up or you, you, no, because, know. you know? No, because you know he's was talking fast. Other people yeah. were
0: talking. You know, people were getting ice creams around him. It's like, it was like we were in this vortex. Everyone else is <laughs> happening and he's just looking at me saying this. That sounds awful. But he wasn't mean and, but it did feel awkward. But I did think... This was the most authentic experience because <laughs> no one in here speaking English, so it's yeah. very authentic, really cool, great ice cream. But I was like, man, I I got to go back with better Spanish and really engage with these people because I think I could have an incredible experience.
1: Maybe, but it's still made your list, so. Despite,
0: I mean, the ice cream. The,
1: despite the awkwardness. And it was the
0: only place I went that had burnt coconut. Oh, okay. crap. Which is a really cool flavor. It was didn't taste that burnt at all. It's just a subtle you know, like hint. A
1: toasted of, coconut. Yeah. yeah, because a lot of places will make coconut, but a burnt coconut. Well,
0: and I didn't. I did have to get. I did get on my Google Translate and put that in. I should have handed him the phone and yeah,
1: like, so type what in the what the are saying. you saying to me? But
0: I had to put in because I saw cocoa and something after. And I thought and I've been having a lot of coconut. I'm like what is it? And it said burnt. I said I got to go for the burnt coconut. So, cool. Skin of Piaco, um, local favorite, great spot, awesome. Awkward
1: experience. Ah. awkward slash good okay my number five is the chocolate cake from 10 foot henry in calgary Okay. okay cool yeah i i this i did remember this cool i think you got a coconut cake because that was like the dessert to get at this place it was kind of like a fusion place of like it was a tapas, like the food was was good. We just got like a couple small plates, right? We went for lunch. But we'd heard that the dessert was really good. So of course I had to get chocolate because that's my favorite. And you got the coconut cake, which is highly recommended. And I felt like the coconut cake was okay. But the chocolate cake had like some pistachio candied pistachio um brittle on it. It was very good. Very good. So
0: I I I remember the coconut cake also being good but he because we he, knew like,
1: oversold it, it maybe
0: yeah i think he oversold it which is why i didn't make my list again still great but yeah 10 foot henry cool little spot and yeah. great dessert mm. all right i i have to add one in here because i i forgot about so i'm going to put these together okay. this has to make my list so i'm going to give you two in four buenos aires again a and b yeah for a and b correct um this was the first Gelato shop I went to in Buenos Aires and we just got off this hop on hop off bus with our buddy Don and we were in Buenos Aires just for a couple hours and we were in Palermo Soho this really cool area and I I saw a sign that said elato right around the corner from where you're going to get a coffee. I'm like, I got to go. And I had made a list of the like, 10, 15 places that I had to go in Buenos Aires that, that either people had recommended me to to me directly, like friends, or I, I read about seven, eight different blogs. So I kind of curated this list of 10 or 15. And it just said a lot of, so I'm like, well, I wonder which one of these places it is because I didn't see the name of the shop. And it looks super good and super cute. I'm like, surely this would be recommended. It wasn't. I went up, the name of the shop was just... Elados Italia, Italian ice cream. And I was looking around <laughs> like, well, you know, where's the name of the shop? Cause you're just telling me what I, what I can get here. And that actually is just the name of the shop. First ice cream I had in Buenos Aires. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. And I remember thinking, how is this not on people's list? Like if this is just an average elato shop, I, I am in for a treat. It wasn't average. It was. One of the best, you know, I would put it up there, you know, it's probably the best one I had with the next one I'm going to mention in Buenos Aires. Awesome place, super cute, very, again, not on many people's list for whatever reason. Great place. Is
1: that the one that I sent you a picture of? Yes, later. Yeah, because I went, yeah, I went out shopping, just solo walking around in Palermo and I was outside this gelato shop and it was packed with people. And I was like, oh, I wonder if Trav's been to this one. And I sent him a picture. So, yeah, he was like, yeah, but that's the one I went to.
0: Yeah. So, first one set the bar high. I then went to, I think, another 10 in Buenos Aires. And it it remained at the top the whole time with this other one called Shocked. S-C-H-O-K-T. I'm not exactly sure. It means shock. But, you know, I don't know the story behind it. Actually, our friend Isa. A friend of hers opened it up and I think now has sold it, but it was a friend of hers. And this was, they have a few locations, but this was the one in San Isidro, which is still Buenos Aires, but kind of getting out towards the suburbs more. We walked around one day and she was like, I was like, we got to go to gelato place." There's a bunch of gelato places. We went to this one, incredible flavors, perfect consistency. And they had my favorite flavor that I had the entire time. It was Dolce de Leche Suspiro. Suspiro means meringue. So it was Dolce de Leche with like whipped meringue on top. Oh, I would give a (laughs) lot right now to have that flavor again because I kept trying to find it. It was the only place that had that exact flavor they will do eight types of Dolce de Leche usually when you go into a, in a lot of shopping. They'll do Dolce de Leche with nuts. They'll do super Dolce de Leche, double Dolce de Leche. There was a place, Antonio's did Dolce de Leche with brownie bites. Very Ooh. good. Very good. Um, So they do all these different Dolce de Leches with like chocolate swirl. This was the only one with the meringue, mm-hmm. and the meringue is an incredible flavor. And when places did the lemon pie with the meringue, that's when it was to another level. So, so shocked and... Elados Italia, both in Buenos Aires. Uh, my two favorite Buenos Aires gelato shops. Yeah. Elato shops, whatever. Awesome. You know, and, and, mm.
1: I feel like you could have just a whole episode on, yes. on ice cream. Well,
0: I did in Instagram. Maybe I should make one of those reels because yeah. I did rank yes, all of them. you really should. So I'll, I'll put it, I'll work through it and put it on Instagram yeah. and show all my rankings. Yeah.
1: That would be a great reel. Yeah. Okay. My number four is another donut. And it was a good donut, not as good as Brits, but the experience of eating this donut was incredible.
0: I, I don't know; I'm at a loss. You my mind remember. only goes to ice cream because I just remember two more ice cream yeah. places. Oh out of my, my list. word!
1: You're so obsessed with ice cream. Okay, I, I'm trying Back to, to remember the donut. donut okay,
0: donut experience. Donut it was experience. in
1: Bulgaria. We were at still not ringing a bell. <laughs> You'll remember. Rila Monastery. We walk through uh, the monastery, and it's a, a gorgeous. Hold on, hold on. I'm giving you a clap. Yeah.
0: I'm glad this is on
1: the list. Yes. Rila Monastery in the mountains in Bulgaria is one of the most beautiful monasteries I've ever been to. So even just the experience of walking in there, it's gorgeous, it's beautiful. We walk all through it, and then we come out the back side, and there's like a small, not even really a village, but just like one street with a couple... Shops on it, and most of them were closed for whatever reason. But right outside the back entrance of the monastery is a little stand that said, I think fresh donuts were just donuts. And did it say donuts it did
0: or did it say okay yes you're it right did you're say right
1: donuts and we were like what is a bulgarian donut gonna be like and so you know we everybody started ordering them and it, it turns out that it was like basically like a big hunk of fried dough it wasn't like a circular perfect little donut it was like a pastry like a, fr- a fried pastry and it didn't have sugar on it it just came plain but you could add fruit so we got the donut with fruit and then you could put the powdered sugar on it. You could buy honey, you could buy yogurt, you could buy all these like things to, to eat with it or to put on top of it. And it was surprisingly so delicious. And just the experience of being there, like we were with a group, you know, like a bunch of friends and new friends that we had just met on the trip. And this was like in the middle of the trip. So every single one of us, I'm pretty sure, got this fried Donut with fruit or plain or with yogurt or with honey, and then we would get like a little cup. Co- they had a, ma- a coffee machine, you know, like you could just order a, a coffee from. You know, you put your like. It was also really cheap. It was like oh fifty cents for the for the coffee and like maybe. Well, then we th- started realizing donuts for a dollar or something. I like think that. at
0: first we didn't realize you could get the stuff with the donut. Yeah, people like, were just getting you it get the plain. donut and then someone's like, oh, had this like little berry jam that you could put on top We're like where'd you get that oh you had to ask where yeah and then someone else got i think it was me maybe yeah. i saw on the side it said like whipped cream so i was like wait can i get this for do they're like yeah so we kept the donut Ordering experience got better yeah. and better because you start with the fried dough and thought this is incredible then you added the berry. Then you had the whipped cream. Like it was like a layered experience. Yeah,
1: we ended We 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 at first just got one, and then we figured out like that you could add, and so we got another one. I think we ended up getting a third one because we were all kind of sharing as well. And then you could get a yogurt drink. It was just it was very good. It's such a surprise, and you know, it was it was pretty chilly that day. I think it was like thirty degrees Fahrenheit. So it was like just a nice warm snack with a machine espresso that was you know whatever warm and um cozy and so yeah we just had a really fun time eating this donut and it was it was good I mean not the best donut I've ever had in the world but combined with the surprise experience
0: it said the the sign said donuts but then when you got to the window there was no (laughs) nothing that said donuts you had to order monk bread oh
1: yeah monk bread yeah that's right i forgot about that it was called monk bread right so you're
0: like donuts you follow this sign of this little shack and then you're like i i want i want donuts and then it says monk bread and yeah then we ordered the monk bread and it came out as a fried dough almost kind of like a funnel cake that was all together yeah. um awesome i am so, so glad you brought up that experience because that that is an like <laughs> that's so a eating experience yes. right yes, there. It
1: was so good, it was very fun. I was I was smiling and so happy, like just remembering that whole experience. Like I, maybe it could have even been number one because of the experience being so amazing, but you know it wasn't like the best thing I ate, so I put it at four.
0: Okay, awesome. Mm. Like, giving you a clap again.
1: Pulling that one out of the dark. Because I had a picture. Whit this is, is why it's so integral to take a picture of what we eat throughout Whit's the clapping year. clapping in
0: the background. He asked if monk bread was bread made out of monkeys. It isn't. Um, <laughs> so if you hear him in the background, he's adding some flavor. That's a good word to use for <laughs> this. Very no pun intended. about
1: our podcast.
0: <laughs> adding, you, you did get that, right? Uh-huh. Adding yeah, adding some flavor. Adding some flavor.
1: Yeah, dad jokes. I don't
0: get to use that for yeah. ching very often because I'm not. Uh, so anyway, adding flavor to this podcast.
1: And and just just a quick aside, because I don't think we've actually mentioned it in this podcast, but we have in the previous ones, if this is the first one you're listening to, we don't usually have a commentary section, but our son is home from school this week because he got COVID and so he is feeling much better today. Lots of pep, lots of pep, lots of energy. Not we couldn't go send to, school, him to so. school, yeah. So he's
0: here in the background playing video games, and and when he feels like it, shouting out funny questions. Um, so we're having a good time recording. Uh, I did just take a video of Heather talking and what he was doing in the background, <laughs> which was standing on our couch <laughs> dancing while playing video games.
1: In may, his underwear.
0: I may put that up on Instagram if Heather allows it. Um, so you get to see what we're dealing with here as we record. Um, all right. My three, number three has to be 3A, B, and C. Oh, my Because gosh. I completely <laughs> forgot about these ice creams. You
1: are out of control.
0: I am out of control, but they're so worth it. So I have to give love to all of these ice cream places because they are so awesome. Um, they are so, so awesome, and they all deserve it, and I'll start with going from the most expected to the most unexpected. So, the most expected, we got this recommendation uh, from a friend of mine named Heather from high school. She told us we had to go to Noble Folk Ice Cream oh, in Healdsburg, in, okay. out in Healdsburg, California, and we did. I We also went to Angela's Ice Cream, which was very good, right across the street, and Later, we went to Noble Folk, and I think they actually have one in downtown Santa Rosa as well. Um, So, we went to Noble Folk. I think it
1: was the Santa Rosa location that we got it at.
0: Yeah, I think you're right, because we walked by the one in Healdsburg, and then we went to the Santa Rosa. Yes, okay, you're right. So, we went, and we went and got the ice cream there, and Wit and I, because they had so many cool flavors, decided to get the ice cream flight, and I think it was (laughs) six scoops. It wasn't nine, was it? No, I think it was six. Six scoops, I think, for nine bucks, and every flavor was like better than the one before i can't even remember our favorite there was a really good berries and cream one okay they were all incredible and and you know wit uh, loves ice cream as much as I do. So we were sharing and I had to shovel some of this ice yeah. cream in because he was, he was he, going to like, town. There was a cinnamon one that I liked and I had a bite and I looked over and there was almost a left. <laughs> I said, Yo, slow
1: down on that one, buddy. So like father, like son.
0: um, That was an incredible place. They have really, really, really good cakes too. Yeah. So Noble folks. did get a in, cake. Noble but- folks in Santa Rosa or Healdsburg. Um, an absolutely awesome, awesome, awesome place. So definitely check it out in, um, and yes, it, you know, the ice cream flight is well, 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 well worth it, especially if you're sharing with someone. And even if you're sharing with someone who's smaller than you, uh, I mean, he, he probably ate half of it. So that is my three C C. Oh, C. Okay. 3C, now we got B, 3C. and then
1: A being like the best of the
0: three? Not the best, just the least expected. Because oh, okay. noble folk had come from a friend of mine who I know has very good taste. Okay. So we knew it would be good, and it gotcha, was. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. B. B. 3B. There was a place when we were in Calgary that was called Made by Marcus that people had recommended. I tried a lot of ice cream in Calgary. Calgary actually has very, very good ice cream. Um, You know, for a place that's cold 99% of the year. Um, Calgary has very good ice cream. The last night there, I had not made it to made by Marcus yet. And we were staying like a block and a half away. And we had to leave at 4 a.m. on a flight. And I remember thinking it was 11 p. It was like 10 p.m. And they closed at like ten thirty. I remember thinking, if I don't go here, I'm going to regret it. So it was frigid. So cold. We're talking <laughs>
1: January in Calgary. We are
0: talking Fahrenheit, 10 degrees, yeah. maybe. I bundled up and I thought I can't believe I'm going to walk a block and a half, two bucks to this ice cream place in the middle of the night. But I'm going to do it. I get there. It was rammed. People everywhere.
1: Well, if you live in Calgary, I don't think you let the yeah, weather... They're probably in shorts.
0: <laughs> yeah. um, in fact, we did see people in shorts at times, which was shocking. But it, I guess you get used to it. And I also got an ice cream flight there because I couldn't decide which flavors and I walked it back. So I think I got four flavors there and I, I ate some there. And the moment I ate my first bite, I thought, oh my gosh, this is some of the best ice cream I've ever had in my life. This is awesome and crazy and incredible. And so I said, can I have like five more spoons? They gave me five spoons and I walked it back to the house that we were staying at and there was other people staying with us. I said, guys, I know it's like 11 p.m. And of course, the ice cream didn't melt on the walk home. No, it was so, so cold. cold. You got to eat this ice cream. And so we all sat around eating this ice cream and everyone was blown away by Made by Marcus in Calgary. So good spot to the point that I remember thinking. I want to bring this ice cream shop. To where we live in, Car- in, <laughs> in North Carolina, it was that good. So Made by Marcus. Awesome, awesome, awesome spot. Mm. Now, 3A. Because this was completely unexpected as we were leaving Healdsburg. So we had already had ice cream at Angela's. Okay. We were leaving Healdsburg. I don't remember this. You stopped at McDonald's to get the kids some food.
1: Oh, yes. And I saw that there was a place
0: that had a 4.9 for ice cream. It said Susie's. Homemade ice cream, mm-hmm. 4.9, directly across from McDonald's, right before you get on the on-ramp, so not in like yeah, downtown no. Nice Healdsburg. I walk across, I'm looking for, I can't find it. I'm like, it's right here on the map. Yeah, I remember this It's in the back time. of this strip mall. I walk in, totally nondescript, you know, obviously it's an ice cream place, but just strip mall, you know, you walk in and it is a Mexican ice cream place and they have fresh made paletas which are like the you know the the frozen fruit bars and um, popsicles and they have ice cream and i asked them hey do you guys make your own ice cream cuz i you like a what was that what would you like a paleta oh. i would love a paleta okay. um, so anyway we um we then i, I asked him, do you have homemade ice cream or are you just are you just making paletas? And they said, No, no, we make the ice cream right here. Because I was, I was unsure. I thought maybe, maybe they don't, you know. And I said, Oh, okay. I got it. And she let me try all these flavors. Super nice. And I sat there and I got the. Um, oh my gosh, why am I blanking on the, the, the herchata. horchata? Horchata. I, I love cinnamon ice cream if it's not. Like big red cinnamon, if it's good cinnamon, big red like the bump, yeah, like, like the, the gum, gum <laughs> like a fake cinnamon <laughs> flavor. Can you like even find big red anywhere? Like fireball, right? Reference? I don't want, I don't want that. So, <laughs> I, you know, I had this, and they're like, "We have horchata." I'm like, okay, I love cinnamon, and they gave me horchata. I ate it. I'm walking, across, I, I was like, this is, I told him, this, this is incredible. I eat ice cream all over the world. <laughs> this is the true definition of a hidden gem. I told him, I'm like, this is a hidden gem. They're like, yeah, you know, we're kind of back here. We just do our own thing. I'm like, yeah, you're kind of back here. I couldn't find it even though I had it pinned on the map. I had to walk around the, the back. Anyway, I walk across to McDonald's and I say to Heth, I, I think I have a new favorite ice cream flavor. I love peanut butter, but horchata and I said, this might be, this is one of the best ice cream places I've ever been in my life. And to this day, it, it's, it's right. It's in the top 10. In the top
1: three. Yeah. And I mean, to,
0: So it's called Susie's ice cream across the street from the McDonald's <laughs> around the corner of a shopping mall in Healdsburg, California. Th- Talk about it off the
1: beaten path. Well, that's why I love traveling. Yeah.
0: You have an experience like that where I go and think, oh, this will probably be just okay. And I think so, whoever made this is a true, true, true
1: expert kind of sore, at yeah. what they do.
0: Wow. So Susie's. Amazing. Love you. We'll be back.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, I love Hillsburg. I'd be happy to go back there. Yeah, let's go back. Okay. Number three for me. Is another bakery. This time in Ladysmith, British Columbia. We went to Old Town Bakery with, mm. with our friends. Um They said, you've got to come. You've got to check this out. It's like the best bakery in the area. There was a lineup. I mean, probably 25... Plus, people, I mean, we waited. the line for half was out the door. Hour. The line was hour. out the door, and you know we were there with our two kids. And I remember Hattie had multiple meltdowns, and I had to take her out of the bakery. And it was actually really stressful. So, just in case you think all of our experiences are magical, <laughs> traveling with kids is not always so. Well, it goes um, from magical to maybe not <laughs> magical in an
0: instant, and then it goes back to magical yeah. because I bought, I waited in line. So when I got to the front, I was like, "All right, we've waited this long. The kids are melting down." You know, there's only, everyone else was getting their own stuff. It was only Heather, me, Wit, and Hattie who, who needed what I was buying. I ended up buying $35 of pastries, which uh, is a lot, a lot of pastries. Because yeah. I was up there and I thought, I don't know what everyone wants. Let's just try everything. So.
1: And we, that's not even everything, but because their specialty is cinnamon buns. So that's yes. what my favorite thing was. The cinnamon buns from Old Town Bakery. They have a plethora of, you know, toppings. Like you can get a blueberry one. You can get the original one to me was the best. The blueberry one was pretty good. They had like one with nuts and just so many different combinations, but then they also had really great cookies. Like the kids got a sugar cookie and that awesome was decorated. Lemon bar. Yes. I uh, just very, very good bakery. And you know, our friend Courtney is always trying to get the best of, because you know, she loves listening the to the podcast. Loves us. She, loves the pot. She's always like, I, great need, friend of the I pod. need like a number one. <laughs> Because we're always saying, "Oh, yeah, this is good," but we had better here or whatever. Not to sound, you know, pretentious, but you know, we, we just we, say we, we do this for work. And we gotta so, rank them, we so we're not rank we're not
0: gonna give you an unfair ranking. So she always says, "We gotta get you something that's the best stuff." Yeah.
1: So this was the best cinnamon bun I've probably ever had because Trav likes this one in, in Kent, Connecticut, but I thought this one was better. Uh so good and just we we did have a good time despite the meltdowns because once Hattie had some delicious pastries she was in a much better mood um yeah so the old town bakery worth the lineup worth the queue
0: a true best of a true best Best of. of. we had that cinnamon bun in kent connecticut this year too after camp indy i forgot about that 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 is the best cinnamon bun I've had. That's yeah, on my list. It, That's it right is. here. It, it would slot in right in this I feel like right you, you had level. it
1: that year on the list wouldn't you did it. I did when, you when, did when I 20, had it with 21. Jason.
0: I think it was number one.
1: And I don't know if maybe it's because you hyped it up so much, you know, that I was expecting, like, just the best. I, I don't know. I feel like the one in Leeds is I think it's because you're giving Court a little bit of a pass here, maybe. I don't know. I don't think so. It
0: was a really, really good cinnamon bun that we had at Old Town Bakery. Yes. Um, all right. Awesome. Mm. I love that when we started this podcast, right before, Heather goes... I don't have that many desserts. I don't think it's going to be that long. I said <laughs> that same thing about the drinks podcast. I'm like, I don't have that many drinks. I don't think it's going to be that long of a show. Maybe like forty-five minutes. And uh, here we are, coming up on an hour. Oh my gosh! And but we still have, have some two good more. Sh- we have two more. And for me, two. okay, this these are both a step above anything else. And I've, I think it's evident. In my voice, how much I love the places that I just mentioned. And it's worth honestly getting on a plane for any of the ones I just mentioned. These other two are the best I've ever had. Bar none. The best I've ever had, ice cream. And the best I've ever had, I guess, gelato a lotto. And it, it pains me to have to pick between them. But I think because I told you that I guess right now where I am in my life, (laughs) subject to change, I I think a lotto, a lotto, a lotto, gelato, I might like a little more than hard regular ice cream that my number two is salt spring ice cream and their cinnamon butter flavor.
1: I was wondering because when you had it, like this major number one ice cream, you got to as a scoop years and years ago. This
0: has always been in the top five ice creams of my life. And this was actually the number one ice cream. So for for years, I have now had, and a lot of you have gone there. So shout out to Vigo in Ljubljana, yes, Slovenia. That's a great I spot. had that in my number one slot, Vigo Gelato. And then I had this Salt Spring ice cream as number two, the best ice cream I've ever had. So- it has now solidified its itself as the best ice cream I've ever had if we're strictly talking regular hard ice cream. And Heather, as you mentioned, the story here is also what makes it.
1: Yes, because you know, we had it at Salt Spring Market in 2018. Yes.
0: I went up. They were there at the farmers market. I went up. There was ice cream there. I didn't expect much of it. This old lady scooped me a scoop of ice cream. And it was called cinnamon toast. And Cinnamon Toast Crunch is my favorite cereal. Much like
1: her, the herchada ice cream. Yep. So, you so it's the theme.
0: Cinnamon Toast. And I took a lick and thought, what magic is this? <laughs> this is insane. I was so unexpected. Just a random farmer's market on an island that you have to take a ferry to. Completely, completely unexpected. The other funny part about that was that she was so mean to me.
1: Yeah, she was not nice. I ate this.
0: I went back <laughs> and I said to her, this is the best ice cream I ever had. Didn't, she like didn't say anything. She's like, okay, whatever. And she had sea salt caramel. She had two flavors. And I was like, can I get two scoops? Cause I want to have that cinnamon toast again. And I want to try the sea salt caramel. She's like, no, you have to buy two ice cream cones. It's like, uh, I can't just have two scoops. She's like, no. She was a soup Nazi, if you're familiar with the soup soup Nazi, of ice cream. She was so mean to me, and yet her ice cream was so good. I was like, I can't stay away. And so we went back then. I I remember thinking... you know when you have an incredible experience how good it is. That it is it is top, 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 top notch. And uh, Wit is now patting my back because he feels bad for me that this lady was so mean to me. But it doesn't matter, Wit, because she makes awesome ice cream. So it's all good.
1: That's not an excuse for being mean. Let's that not is, teach him right. that. That's not an excuse for being mean. <laughs>
0: so if you make good ice cream, Wit, in the future, you Just promise nice. that you'll be a nice kid?
1: He's thinking. He's contemplating.
0: Oh, you're thinking about it? You're always a nice kid. So, um, so I'm sitting there. And I was like, all right, so we had not been for five years, and I knew I had to get this. So we got on the ferry to go back to the market, and I went around looking for her. She wasn't there. I asked people, is the ice cream person here? And, and a few people were like, oh, you mean from like three, four, five years ago? I was like, yeah, no, she's not here anymore. And I was so gutted. Yeah, thwarted. Finally, no. like the fifth, sixth per- person I asked said, yeah, but I think you can buy her ice cream in the local grocery store, and I thought, "Whoa!" Because it was called just Salt Spring ice cream. So I remember yeah. thinking, what, what, "What? Okay." And so we went to the grocery store, and sure enough, there in the grocery store, Salt Spring ice cream, all different flavors. I'm looking and what through. What was
1: the grocery store? Do you remember? I, because they have them um, on only, the island, on Vancouver Island too, not just on Salt Spring Island. So correct, you but you can
0: to, only no, you can, can only, only get it on as, Salt Spring as far as I know, this summer you could only get it at the Salt Spring Island grocery store. They weren't taking it to the other grocery stores on Vancouver Island. Um, And I'm looking, I'm looking, I don't see cinnamon toast and there I see cinnamon butter. I thought, all right, she had to change the name. I got it. I got a pint of ice cream and I thought, this is not going to live up to the experience because again, for me, I always want to go to where they make it. I want to get a cone fresh. I want to get that scoop and that's how I rank it. And I was very worried that you know, from a freezer in a grocery store, it wouldn't be as good. I cracked it open. Oh my, the magic, the magic was still there. Different name, cinnamon butter, not cinnamon toast from a grocery store. Didn't matter. Incredible. Yeah. And we went to, where did we go? The, the the, wild cider, the wild cider Mm -hmm. place. Everyone else ordered food. I sat there With my ice cream pint, I said, "I'm not getting food here. Yeah, I'm
1: just gonna finish this pint. I'm just eating the pint. Here's
0: what was funny: I'm eating this pint. I was like, it's melting. I can't eat a whole pint. This is incredible. I, I was like, what should I do? I can't let it melt. It was ten bucks. No one else wanted any." And our friend Courtney was like, why don't you go ask them if they can put it in their freezer? And I was like, <laughs> At ask while, them if yeah. they can put it in their freezer. So I stood in line. I asked, I've got a really special request. This ice cream is the best ice cream I've ever had. Can I put this in your freezer? And the lady at the front was so awesome. She goes, oh, salt spring ice cream. Oh, that stuff's expensive. And that's really good. Yeah, you could put it in our freezer. So nice. So I put it in the freezer. And then I, you know, funny part is I'd wait like in a line for like 15 minutes to get it when we were leaving because everyone <laughs> else was ordering their it was cider there. Their food. It was super
1: busy. It was a Saturday, right? Because we were there for the market. And, you know, not only was the ice cream good because I did have a bite or two of it, even though I don't eat ice cream so much anymore. And the packaging even was, was beautiful, very artisanal. And the glass... Jar, glass
0: mason jar. Yeah, it
1: was like very beautiful. And I think that might have helped with the consistency. I don't know. Like it didn't get... Sometimes when you buy ice cream from the store, it can get icy almost. But it was still perfect.
0: Listen, that lady knows what she's doing. She does. Glass jar definitely helped with the consistency because that was my biggest worry is that the flavor would be okay, Mm -hmm. but that the consistency would be too frozen. And I took it out of the freezer, ate a bite within... 30 seconds after paying for it and it was already an incredible consistency like it wasn't hard oh something special there that is i'm gunning like that's (laughs) my goal make ice cream as good as the lady at salt spring ice cream but be nicer yeah that's my number two
1: okay you could have that dream someday
0: yeah Mm. Okay, my
1: number two. I mean, after that fantastic story, I really don't know that my number two lives up to. Well, I got
0: another story from my number one.
1: Oh so. my gosh. Well, I'll just spit it out there. The lemon tart and the chocolate croissant that we got from Bouchon Bakery in Yanceville in Napa Valley. So. We didn't get to do a lot of fine dining while we were staying in Napa and Sonoma. because so we had the kids with us and we were there, you know, technically researching and working for some real estate stuff. Um, we didn't have a nanny with us, so we, we were not able to go anywhere fancy. But We try- weren't
0: going to the French Laundry.
1: No. But I guess this is the bakery... From the, the, chef the, the chef of the French Laundry. chef of the
0: French Laundry, which is one of the, the top, chef. if not the top, restaurant in America. One of the top in the world. We did not go there. You know, it's also, I think, 350 bucks. But there is a bakery that they are also yeah. partnered in, and that's Bouchon Bakery.
1: And, you know, Trav being really considerate, wanting to give me a nice experience, was like, listen, let's just... We were driving through Yantville The kids were, you know, not... Not in the mood to be wandering around or going out to find food. was like, they're on their tablets. Why don't you just have a quick walk through town? Because it's gorgeous. It's stunning. It's very bougie. There's not really even kids in this town. Like other towns in Napa, you see like families occasionally. Uh, in Yonville, I did not see another single <laughs> child. It was all couples or groups walking around having a lovely time. And so, you know, uh, we had just driven from Lake Tahoe. So it was like a long drive. I get out of the car, I walk through Yonville, which is just beautiful, the landscaping, the buildings, the restaurants, the shops, really charming. And I go into the, into the bakery and there's a little bit of a line, even though it's like an odd time of day. And I got a baguette, which was an incredible baguette. I got the lemon tart and I got the chocolate croissant. I immediately ate the croissant. We all kind of broke into the baguette, but I didn't even eat the lemon tart until the following day. I put it in the fridge in our hotel room And ate it next to the pool the next day. And even the next day after being in our tiny fridge overnight and sitting out by the pool probably for 30 minutes before I ate it, it was still the best lemon tart I've maybe ever eaten.
0: Yeah. I I mean, you know, I've been talking about how much I love lemon and I love tarts. I remember it being very good. The best. I mean, like I'm the, not, I'm not. The
1: crust was so perfect. I'm not saying it, it was, wasn't.
0: Yeah. I, I just, it didn't, we got to go back.
1: Yeah, we got to go back. <laughs> Let's just go
0: back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously the pedigree is there for yes. them to have incredible desserts. Yeah. And I, I remember, I do remember it being good. Very good. Yeah. All right. We got to go no, back. Got to go back. All right. Mm. So Bouchon Bakery in Yountville, California yes. in Napa Valley. All right. You, why don't you go with your number one? Because okay, you said yeah. you didn't have an amazing story, and I don't...
1: I mean, my number one.
0: Best dessert of 2023.
1: The s'mores dessert that we got at Franco in Buenos Aires. Okay. like The trio of desserts that they brought out. But specifically, I was super surprised that there was a s'mores one because it's not a very common... I mean, in the U.S., it's super common to have s'mores. In... Argentina? No, not really. I don't even think I saw a single marshmallow to buy at the grocery store. It's not like a thing to make s'mores in Argentina. So when we went to Franco, we and we talked about Frank. Oh, sorry, Franca. 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 We went to Franca.
0: This will be on my best meals list.
1: Yes, yes. So I'm not going to talk about the food. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, we were there.
0: For those of you guys wondering, and Heather already knows, because we.
1: Um, we were there for a very long time. We we got there at 11.30 p.m. and we ate and had an amazing time and the woman who basically runs the restaurant was talking with us the whole time and I won't talk too much about this because the experience will be on the Best Meals podcast but, you know, we were there like two hours. We had drank quite a bit of wine, mostly me and Nathan, not so much Trev and, you know, by the time... She was like, oh, let's get you guys some desserts. It was like 1 o'clock in the morning.
0: If not later. If yeah. not
1: later, like 1.30. And we were like, some of the last people in the restaurant and we were like, are you sure? She's like, no, I'm just bringing you out like three well, desserts.
0: Because here's what happened. <laughs> I asked her, what's your favorite A of place? Yeah. Because she obviously, she's in the industry. She m- makes awesome food. She knows everything. She actually gave me two. We talked about a bunch of a of places. And agreed on a lot, so I'm like, oh, she's gonna have great recommendations. She gave me two; they were pretty far out, and I wasn't able to get to either of them, unfortunately. Uh, so we got to go back. Um, another one that I wasn't able to get to Cadore, everyone re- re- recommended as well. So there are still some it's still some to in be BA to, go to in Buenos Aires. But she said, "Well, do you want to try our gelato?" I was like, yeah. yeah duh. So she brings it out. And then she just, she's like, what about these desserts? She said, yeah. I, I To this day, I don't know if we paid for them or not. I have I, no idea. I the whole think, meal
1: was like, I think she just. A hundred and some dollars for three people, two bottles of wine and a ton of food. So, at, I,
0: at one of the, the nicest best, restaurants yes. in Buenos Aires.
1: So anyway, they she brought out this like deconstructed s'mores dessert and i mean it was really incredible and the experience of being there was amazing and just we had the best time and we'll talk about it i don't want to talk about it too much now um, because i would highly recommend going to this restaurant for Franca. food and for the dessert
0: yeah i remember not getting much of the s'mores because she brought me the gelato i yeah. started eating i looked at the s'mores thing and it's it was gone. gone so yeah sorry glad, about that. glad you mm. loved it my number one if you followed us on Instagram. You know, I was obviously on the search for the best gelato in Buenos Aires, uh, best ice cream. You know, again, use those interchangeably. And I went to a lot of places. So this was completely unexpected because we then spent one night in Uruguay. And we'll talk about that a little bit in um, the best experiences and all, but we took the ferry one night into, into Uruguay. The kids got in bed, Heather went into bed with them, and I'm like, I'm just gonna go walk around town and I'm gonna look to see if there's a gelato place. Not expecting much. And this one gelato place came up on Google. I think it had a five five star rating. It was, it was a 5-0, but only like nine reviews. So it had just opened up. And it also said on Google that it was open 24 hours a day. <laughs> so I'm like, dang, I don't know if this could be any good. There's some other gelato places that, that were more known, but I was like, let me just, just let me just walk around to this because I'm, I'm going to walk around to this. It's, it's two blocks away from us, and I'm going to see if it's open. And I go, and it is open, and there's a younger guy behind the counter. And, I you know, he was just there. I st- started talking him a little bit in Spanish, and, you know, just kind of shooting it. And I was like, well, what does Dienzo mean? And he's pointing to himself and he's like, oh, that's me. It's my name. I was like, oh, this is your gelato shop? Because I don't know how old he is, but he looked under 30. So I was like, this is your gelato place. He's like, yeah, yeah, this is my gelato place. You know, uh, my dad and I opened it. I'm the one who does the gelato. He kind of just helps me with the business side, whatever. I'm like, oh, cool. And then he gave me this ice cream and I got Dolce de Leche and coconut and he gave me this ice cream. And I, again, you know, the instant when you have something that it's as good as something can be like this will forever be at the top of my list. Now can other things be as good as it? Sure. I, I I took a lick and thought perfect consistency and the flavor was interesting because the Dolce de Leche can be a very strong flavor this was way more subtle. So I liked it as much, but it was way more subtle than the other Dolce de Leche. It was, it was perfect. Yeah. It was perfect ice cream. And it was exactly in between ice cream and gelato, even more so than the other places. So the other places I go to in Buenos Aires didn't scoop it. They more with like the gelato paddle and, Mm -hmm. you know, twirl it up. He scooped this ice cream. Yeah. If you go on his Instagram. big
1: it was big. Big scoops.
0: Yeah. If you go to his Instagram, you can see a perfect example. He has a person holding up the ice cream with three scoops. And they're perfect scoops on top of each other. And you're like, oh, maybe that was just for Instagram. When he did this, there oh. were two perfect scoops on top of each other. So I thought maybe this is harder than it looks. Maybe this guy's just really strong. He's young. He's scooping it easily. And I'm like, no. this Something magical perfect there. Perfect consistency. hat.
1: Yeah, he, Travis is texting me, you know, because I'm back at the hotel with the kids and they're fast asleep. And he's like, I think I just had the best ice cream I've ever had in my entire life. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Because he kept texting me like, oh, this is like the cutest street in the whole world. It's like being in Europe. And this, I just had the best gin and tonic. Like he was high on something, but no, he's just high on ice cream. It, <laughs> I,
0: I said, I think this is a perfect ice cream. Now, to be fair, I knew it was. We went back the next day. My parents took the ferry over. They were there for a day. We went back the next day. Yes. Every single one of us got ice cream. Wit, Hattie, my mom, my dad, Heather, and I all got our own ice creams. And shout out to Deanzo. I sat there and talked to him for a good half hour that time. Other people were coming in. He let me try every flavor to the point where then I was like, I don't even need to buy my own ice cream. I did because I wasn't going to miss this. Great dude. Super fun story that a guy who's probably late 20s just loved making ice cream. He said he makes it out in the countryside and they bring it in. He makes it himself. And um it was obviously well-supported because a lot of locals were coming in, his friends, you know, people who are working at other restaurants. So I hope it stays there. Great spot. Every single person, my mom and dad included, you, Wit, Hattie, were like, wow. This, it was
1: very good. This
0: is perfect. Yeah. This is perfect. So it is my number one ice cream of the year, D'Enzo, De in Colonia del Sacramento, Uruguay. I have friends, um, Nomadic Mango, was hitting me up on Instagram recently as we put out this new podcast series. And he said, we're in Buenos Aires. We took notes. We're going to these. I said, are you going to Uruguay? You can just take the ferry said, from Buenos they said, Aires. We were already there. We're in Montevideo and we're in Punta del Este. Is it worth us taking the ferry over to get this ice cream? And I said, 100% <laughs> yes. So they may be going over. It is worth it. Incredible. Dienzo in Colonia del Sacramento, Uruguay. My number one ice cream in the world.
1: Yeah. It, it was very good. Number so, one ice cream. Wow. That's mm. incredible. What a year you had. What a
0: year. I'm just sitting here so proud because a lot of you have gone to Vigo in Ljubljana, Slovenia. Again, we haven't been there forever, so is you gotta go there. But now you've got two other must get ice creams, and that is Salt Spring.
1: They couldn't be further. No, they could be, but it's pretty far apart from each other.
0: (laughs) Both of them you needed to you you take a ferry to get to or can take a ferry. Salt Spring on Salt Spring Island, you need to take a ferry uh Dienzo in Colonial del Sacramento Uruguay you don't have to take a ferry you could go into Uruguay another way but if you're going from Buenos Aires you need to take the ferry over or, or should take the ferry over so yeah a there great dessert year for both of us Hath
1: yeah but especially for you <laughs> especially I mean me. two of the top ice creams ever that's that's quite a year I don't know what, what are you gonna do in 2024 create your own I guess because how will you surpass it
0: I don't know. So thankful game. for both those
1: places. you are almost tearing up. It's Transcendent again. experience.
0: Also, funny because the propi- proprietors of those places couldn't be different, more different. That's true. Old lady, me, uh, young I saw guy, you super on nice. My
1: on my way through. I saw you and I'll see you again someday.
0: Do you feel the need to have to eat a dessert now?
1: I mean, I wish we had something. Okay, we've got something in the cabinet.
0: This, I think, has solidified its place with both of us as our favorite candy bar. Oh,
1: yeah. There is
0: a Take 5. If you can get the Take 5 minis, the 100-calorie ones. That's true. We
1: discovered them this year. They're in the I didn't the even pantry. know they existed. Well, in 2023, we discovered them. I did not know Take 5 existed before this.
0: Uh, I think you got to go treat yourself to yeah. a Take 5 before you record the Best Meals one. Sounds good. Mmm.